Did you know that the Investor Guys podcast with Bill Barnett and Kevin Mills are not only available on your favorite audio podcast platform, they're also available in video form on Facebook, YouTube, and the Investor Guys podcast website at www.investorguyspodcast.com. Bill and Kevin show actual numbers, projects, and more. All things you'll miss if you don't check out the video. So after you listen to this podcast, visit us online and watch it again, www.investorguyspodcast.com or on your favorite social media. Are you ready for a new type of real estate club? A club for new and seasoned real estate investors, as well as real estate professionals of all types, a real estate club that you can participate in virtually or in person. A real estate club that offers in-person and virtual presentations, workshops, events, networking, resources, and more. Though this may sound like the real estate club of the future, it is not science fiction. It is reality. Directed Real Estate Professionals, also known as DREP, was started in the late 1990s in Southern California and is growing into cities across America. Whether you live in one of these cities or not, you can participate and take advantage of all DREP has to offer. If you live in a city that already has a DREP meeting, join them in person or online the first and third Tuesdays of every month. If you live in a city that doesn't have a DREP, consider hosting your local meeting. We'll show you how to set up your local club and walk you through getting started everything to get it rolling. You can also join any area meeting online from anywhere in the world. Getting started is easy. Just check us out online at www.drepclub.com. That's www.drepclub.com, and we'll see you there. Bill Barnett and Kevin Mills host the Investor Guys podcast and share their real estate investing insights, strategies, and knowledge for audiences across America. Did you know that the Investor Guys, Bill and Kevin, have comprehensive investor education trainings and events available? Live and virtual workshops, training programs, events, and more. Bill and Kevin even have hands-on training events, consultations, and quick start programs, including the acclaimed real estate buyers events all designed to get investors started and in putting performing properties into their real estate portfolios. Bill and Kevin have each been successfully investing in real estate and educating real estate investors for decades and bring that experience to everything they do. Bill and Kevin both have unique approaches to investing and investor training and thousands of investors attribute their investing success to the trainings they have received from Bill and Kevin. If you are ready to get started as a real estate investor, the timing has never been better. Every day you wait to get started is a day forever lost. To check out how the Investor Guys are ready to get you started, visit InvestorGuys.com. That's www.InvestorGuys.com. DREPclub.com. That's DREPclub.com for the greatest real estate club on the planet. Workshops, presentations, trainings, education, resources, and more. The Directed Real Estate Professionals Club at DREPclub.com. Participate in person or virtually www.DREPclub.com. Hey there, Bill. How's it going, brother? I'm doing good. How about yourself? Good. And hey, we want to welcome everybody into another episode of the Investor Guys podcast. It is, uh, did you have a good weekend? I did. I had a great weekend. Uh, we got a lot of things done and uh, I get to go get my haircut today because all, <laughs> the hair, all the hair salons and barbershops and everything else. So as soon as I am done here, I am in the car and I am beelining to the barbershop to get my haircut. 
I am headed over to a uh, property lawyer done, meeting an inspector over there to uh, let the the money know that everything is good. Well, very good. You know, very good. We do uh, use our own funds in doing properties, and uh, so we have a hard money lender going to go uh, let them inspect a property today. Very good. Sounds good. One of the things I wanted to talk about was accumulation. And yep. I had done this, this conversation before on a different podcast that I do. And it is the accumulation of performing assets that we have in our portfolio. And in this particular case, it's going to be real estate and also the accumulation of wealth and the accumulation of wealth comes from that, those performing assets. And I've had this conversation with you before about literally you can invest $50,000 and if you're getting 50% returns or 75% returns, I'm getting better than 50 and 75% on a lot of the properties that I invest in and a lot of markets that I invest in uh, per year. And I, I know this isn't, to, to a lot of people that sounds crazy. People in California are like, no way, no way, no way. Cause they're, they're happy to get 3%, you know. And yeah. may not be viable in California. That doesn't mean it's not viable elsewhere. Right. So there are markets where you can make that kind of money annually. So if you were to take as little as $50,000, and a lot of people can get their hands on $50,000, whether they've got it in their pocket or their bank account or not, they might have it in their 401k, they may have it in their retirement account, they may be able to partner with somebody on that. If you do some quick math, or if you go to our, our Facebook page, I posted up the video there where we do a PowerPoint presentation on it. But if you do some quick math, you can figure this out on your own. 50,000 at 50K is going to return you a million dollars per year cash flow in your pocket every single year in less than 10 years. It's gonna be right about that nine, 10 year mark. And that is if you are continuing to reinvest that 50% return back into properties that are giving you a 50% return. And to be able to turn $50,000 into over a million dollars in income, cash, pre-tax pre cash in your pocket in less than 10 years, that's huge. But that's not all because you're looking at over, over five, six million dollars worth of properties in your portfolio that you are controlling and you're looking at over a million dollars worth of equity in those properties as well. So all told, you're talking $8 million or more that you have your hands on, you have control on. So the example that I use, I love this because it works out in round numbers. If you're getting 75% return on that $50,000, and, and I get 75% more all day long in certain markets, if you're getting 75% on that money at around year eight, you're making a million one cash in your pocket. And my recommendation to people when I go over this, this, these numbers is remember you were able to make a million one in about eight years from $50,000. Now you can start taking that million dollars cash, and start living, start enjoying. Can you tighten your belt for 10 years if you know that you're gonna make over a million dollars in cash every year? Take that $100,000, because it's a million one, just going strictly by the numbers. I mean, if you're making better than 75%, you're gonna be making more than that. 
take that $100,000, double down, put it back into the same strategy. And now you've cut your time in half. You're talking about another million dollars that you're going to be making in four years. So now you're making $2 million in cash at the end of 12 years. That's so we don't lose anybody and, and them just their head explode. Let's break that down and just take one property and walk through what it means when you say, I'm getting a 50% return on this property. So let's go through the 50 and, and walk it through one deal so then we can extrapolate from there. I'm, I'm purchasing now, now I all day long, if I find properties in Cleveland that are interesting to me because there are plenty of them, I can buy duplexes. That's a multifamily property in Cleveland for $50,000 or less. That means I'm putting 20% down, which is $10,000. So out of that $50,000, I'm actually buying five different properties. Okay. My, my cash flow on each one of those properties at the end of the year, after my taxes, after my insurance, after my mortgage, after my property management, after maintenance, after everything is going to be 50 to 75%. And quite honestly, Bill, I've got properties that are 100, 100 plus annually. Okay, so is that 50% on 50 grand or is that 50% on the 10,000? That's 50% on the 10,000, but okay. times the five properties. Yeah, no, 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 I, I just wanna make sure, I, I wanna get it real small so that we don't lose anybody with the bigness of the numbers, because if we can get them to understand the just one piece, so, then it's easy to, to, to so see let's it. let's walk through the scenario. We've got $50,000, okay? And instead of buying one property for $50,000, we're going to use that $50,000 as leverage, and we're mm -hmm. going to purchase five different- The greatest thing about real estate, leverage. Right, you purchase five different properties. So our return on investment for each one of those properties is 50% or greater. But because we bought all 10 and they're in the same market, they're the same types of properties, they're the same types of renters, it's the same types of strategies, we are getting 50% on our 50 grand. Okay. So you look at one property and, and let's just look at one side of the duplex or the, or the duplex, anyone. So we, we put $10,000 down. So what our goal is, is to cash flow after all expenses, $5,000 for the year. Now we got two uh, sides of the duplex, so we need $2,500 a side for the year, which means we're gonna need about $200 a month per side in net cash flow. Right. So if you're buying a property at 50, and, and if that's a duplex, you're really buying one side for 25, what you're really looking at is can this one side produce a 10% for the year cash on cash return. And when you add all this together, you end up getting five grand and you put in 10,000, you got 5,000 through the course of the year. That's a 50% cash on cash return. So when Kevin talks about the big numbers, don't, don't go, glassy-eyed on us, understand that's a 50% return cash on cash. And when you break it down, you can see how easy it is to follow those numbers. Now, if you're using 50 grand 
and you buy, as Kevin's doing, using $10,000 down payment, and you're buying five duplexes, you've got 10 units now that you created for this $50,000 of cash up front. And if you're getting 50%, that's $25,000 in a year that you've got on that. You've already got, and that's cash flow. And you also in that year, now you got some of your interest paid down, some equity build up. So that's another thing that happens in the course of this 10 years while this money is um, extrapolating, while it's exploding, is also your equity is going up, your balance on those is coming down. And, the, and remember, for in you guys that do real estate math know this, first five, seven years, front end loaded. So that's where all of your interest is gonna be, the bulk of it. Once you get past that five year mark, you start to see an escalation in the amount of principal pay down every single month. And to give you, there's people who are still poo-pooing, where, where am I gonna buy a property for $50,000? In markets like Cleveland, you can buy duplexes for $50,000. I can get three plexes and even four units sometimes for $50,000. My minimum rents, and this is using section eight numbers, my minimum rents on a duplex in Cleveland is gonna be about $1,200 per month, okay? so. Using those numbers from just basic math that anybody can figure out, you can figure out what your mortgage is going to be on a $50,000 property. Okay. Mm -hmm. Using those basic numbers, 10% for property management, I actually pay less, but I always calculate 10%. Maintenance cost, everything else, you can see how you're going to easily make 50% and more every single year on each one of those properties. Now, I use $50,000 because I think it's an easy number for people to, to wrap their head around. So it's a, it's a round number. And again, like I said, it's something that most people could get their hands on. Now, even if you went to the bank and you got a loan or you took out a HELOC or something else for $50,000 on your property, the amount of return that you are getting is going to outweigh the interest that you are paying on that note. And an easy way to go look at, uh, what is my note going to be is jump over to bank rate or ATE bankrate.com. They have uh, what I think is the easiest site to use out there, calculating what your mortgage payment is going to be. You can, uh, if you know taxes and insurance, you can put that right into the formula. If you don't, it's okay. And you can also print an amortization schedule. So we use them all the time, especially for the amortization schedules, but this is a fabulous way, especially if you're not, 60, 70 years old, is it still great money? Heck yeah. But if you're in that 50 and under group, this is a fabulous way to look at, I can explode, not grow. I can explode my retirement account if I have at least 50 to start. And could you start with less? Yes. Absolutely. It's the compounding effect uh, is not going to fit the numbers exactly, but if I can go in and do this in my retirement account, and look, there's a, a gazillion companies out there. Uh, we use Quest a lot down in Houston, uh, Equities Trust, SunTrust. There, there's uh, a, a dozen really good ones that understand holding real estate inside your retirement account. And when you do that, man, that rascal can just uh, jump for you 
Yeah, and so this is great stuff, Kev, great stuff. Yeah, and to put it in perspective, you're not just a multimillionaire on paper, okay? You're a multimillionaire with paper in your pocket with dead presidents on it. You, like I said, at the end of 12 years, if you're reinvesting that 100,000, extra $100,000 from your million dollars, how well could you live on a million dollars a year? Let, let, let me, I mean, let me ask you that first. Most people could do really well on a million dollars a year. You can keep that million dollars a year after those 10 years, your properties are still going to put that million dollars in your pocket. You don't have to reinvest that anymore. That's still a million dollars in your pocket that's coming in cash flow. You take $100,000 from that year, year number nine and you put it back into the same strategy. And by year number 12, you're talking about $2 million in your pocket every single year. But here's the thing. Next year, you've got a million one still coming in. You take that $100,000 and you put it back into the same strategy. So year number 13, you're making $3 million. Year number 14, you're actually making almost $5 million. Okay, This is how accumulation literally builds and grows. It's not just you accumulating the assets and the wealth. It's compound interest that is right. building in your favor for the assets that you own and you're building that compound interest by putting your money back into that strategy. So just consider each one of these a bubble that you're putting money into. That first bubble, when you've got that eight years, it's say 75%, let it just put cash in your pocket. You can reinvest it if you want, but let it just put cash in your pocket. Bubble number two at 12 years is putting cash in your pocket, okay? Bubble number three at 13 years is putting cash in your pocket you're talking about almost $20 million cash in your pocket, not counting the 20 million plus properties that you own. Okay. And the almost 20, actually $20 million worth of equity and a hundred million dollars worth of properties that you control. Okay. This is why it drives Kevin and I crazy when people hesitate to get involved with investment real estate. It is there. There's nothing out there. I, I used to use this joke, and it, and a lot of people uh, were offended by it. Uh, I used to say the only thing out there that you can get into that is more profitable than real estate is crack futures. Uh, and so, yeah, uh, you know, that's the kind of return that you can get. Could you have invested in Microsoft at whatever stupid number? Yeah, you could have, but I'm betting you didn't. And could you at any other stock? Yes. The big difference here is that these assets will never go to zero and your stock can do that. And if you don't think a gigantic company can't do that, then go back a few years and remember there was a company called Enron, which was a multi-billion dollar company that went kaput, gone, out of existence, basically in a weekend. Uh, when a bunch of information got out. That can happen to any stock. And so when you have real estate, it is a hard asset. It is a real physical asset that you can put your hands on. So when you've got these great duplexes in certain markets, and look, Kevin and I are gonna do a webinar where we're not just gonna talk about the numbers. We're gonna go through the numbers, let you see the numbers and walk through it. And we're gonna show you some properties. So from the portfolio, so you can see 
This is not a theory. This is not something that possibly could happen. This is what's going on. And you need to be a part of it. And we're going to show you how to do that. And so we'll keep you posted. Uh, I, have, on, I, have, um, I have real properties already. And we can just tap into the ones that I've already even done. Yeah. Real properties that I can find on the MLS today. Okay, that we can go over the numbers on and explain to you exactly how this is going to work. Um, and, and maybe we should do that for, for Wednesday. You know, let's go ahead and say that, that, that may be a great idea. And think uh, about this if, if you're sitting there right now and you are absolutely stone cold dead broke, maybe uh, you got fired or laid off uh, during um, this lockdown, uh, during the insanity, um, maybe that happened to you. And you're sitting there trying to figure out what in the world am I going to do to move forward? Well, here you go. Now, you still have retirement funds, probably, possibly. But let's say you don't even have that. You have a net worth of this. I got a big old goose egg, and maybe even it's negative. You can still go out and flip one property in most markets in the U.S. and get $40,000, $50,000 in profit. And certainly we can show you how to do that. $40,000, $50,000 worth of profit. Now you have got your initial investment to move forward. And that's where wealth accumulation really starts is what am I doing to acquire a evergreen process? So you, every single uh, millionaire out there, no matter how they're doing it and, and, uh, the overwhelming majority of people that have become millionaires in our country have become millionaires through real estate. That's no secret to anybody. But no matter how they're doing it, they've created a process that allows them to multiply their time, time value of money. You can't go work a job and get wealthy. Can you work a job and, and have your insurance paid and all that kind of stuff? Yeah, and you may need that for security, but you got to do something on the side over here, if that's your thought process, to create wealth, to create net worth, to create something that you can pass down to your kids and your grandkids. Create something that, you know, what happens if you get hit by a bus tomorrow? What happens if, oh, um, some sickness comes in and our economy gets shut down and suddenly you don't have that job to go to. Um, we've had uh, a ton of guys that have reached out to us and said, because we've been doing accumulation of rental properties, and I'm, I'm, I say a ton, a handful of guys I know personally, because we've been doing accumulation of rental property, they were able to go back to their tenants and say, hey, look, we understand you got caught up in this, we're in a position to be able to say, this month, uh, we're gonna skip rent. Next month, we're only gonna charge you half rent, and then we'll reevaluate and see where things go from there. Uh, one of them said, hey, we only we decided to cut everybody in half uh, for 90 days and give them three months worth of rent at half price. And if you don't think people don't appreciate that, you're kidding yourself. And if it doesn't, you don't think that doesn't build an incredible amount of loyalty from your tenant base, but look, this thing is gonna get behind us. It's getting behind us, depending on what part of the country you're in. What, what 42, three states already are opening back up? Are back. Yeah, and, and to put this in perspective, I've been doing this exact strategy in these markets 
for 35 years. There are properties that I own outright, okay? It's not gonna hurt me to not collect rent on those properties. I'll probably still have to pay property taxes, although in a lot of cities and a lot of counties, um, they are eliminating property tax for this year or for this, this half sure. of the year. Yeah. You know? yeah. Um, so what happens with those is yet to be seen. But when you start getting to a few hundred doors, which you can literally do in a matter of 15 years, okay? When you start getting to a few hundred doors, it's not going to hurt you to absorb a month's rent here or there from, from a situation like this. Not only that, but Bill, there are programs, if we needed them, that we could apply for ourselves, okay, as, as property owners to offset those lost rents. So you and I are in a different position. We've been doing this for a long time because we're a couple of farts, okay? A lot of people who, well are, who are just getting started, okay, it, it will affect their bottom dollar, not getting rents, okay? And I, I get that, it's an investment, and if you don't have that money coming in, then it looks like it's gonna come out of your pocket. But right now, there are programs in place to help offset that so that you're still going to be able to, to, to hold that property, still not going to come out at a loss on that property. But one of my favorite sayings, and I've said it here before, best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. Second best time is now. We planted our trees 30, 30, me 35 years ago, okay? But if I'm talking to you now and you have not planted your tree, okay, you need to be digging a hole in the dirt and getting ready to plant that tree. Because in 20 years, you're going to be in a position where you're getting millions of dollars cash in your pocket, okay? And I wanted to add something to what you were saying earlier on, on the flipping of the houses. If you just want to put your nose to the grindstone for the nine years that this is gonna take you, you could, without falling apart, flip three houses in a year. And if you're making 50 grand on each one of those houses, let's say you invest 50K every year into a strategy like this, okay? I'm talking about investing 50K one time is going to give you a million dollars yeah. cash. Let's yeah. say you're investing $50,000 every single year for the next nine years, okay? That's a million dollars plus every year after year number nine. Do three properties for $50,000 roughly, okay? Live off of that other $100,000. Most people can live pretty well for $100,000 a year, okay? Take that 100,000, invest 50, because you're making 150, invest 50, do this nine years, nose to the grindstone, and then retire, goof off, play. That, that is my favorite thing to do. I get to hang out with my daughter all day, I get to go to the beach, I get to go on a few trips, I get to hang, I just, whatever the heck I feel like, because I don't have to worry about going into an office, punching a time card, whether or not there's going to be money in the bank or not, because it comes in the bank. In fact, I literally just checked today, because it, it doesn't always come on the first, okay? Usually it takes a few days. I literally just checked this morning, I told my wife, yeah, I said all the deposits are in, literally. We are, what, the, the 11th today? And everything that I was supposed to get from my end of the or beginning of the month for May rents is already in my, my bank account. So, and you know, one of the things Kevin talked about, um, he, he just, he said it. And if you weren't paying real close attention, it might not have sunk in was he does section eight. So 
if you're freaking out about my tenants aren't going to be able to pay their rent, well, you know the Section 8 part is going to be able to be covered from the government. So um, that, that's a, a great way to, to be involved in this. And don't have a, a uh, fear or an uncomfortableness about dealing with Section 8. And for those of you that have done it in the past, especially if you were involved eight, 10 years ago, a lot of changes in Section 8. Good program. Very yeah. good program. I, I love so, Section 8. Um, let's I, do this. Let's wrap this one up. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so we'll do, uh, let's, we'll, let's have to do a podcast on Section 8 one day. You, we, we should, because I think a lot of people have uh, a stigma attached to Section 8. Yep. I love Section 8. Most times I would rather rent Section 8 than to a doctor or to a lawyer or to a professional um, because I know what to expect from Section 8. And as Bill said, I'm always going to have that Section 8 portion of my rent paid direct deposit into my bank account on or before, or sometimes it doesn't show up in the account until a few days later. But it is deposited at the beginning of the month, every single month, by the federal government. If it comes to a point where we can't trust the federal government to pay their bills, then we're in trouble. We've got bigger problems than investing in real estate. Yeah. <laughs> we'll all be living in, in tents out and, and fishing. And just so people know, and then we'll use this as the last thing to wrap up, what is the percentage that Section 8 pays ballpark for you? It's, Honestly, for 90% of my properties, it's 100%. That's what I wanted to hear. Yeah. So, all right, guys. Thanks for being a part of the uh, Investor Guys podcast today. Kev, great job, brother. And, uh, hey, we'll see you Wednesday. I'll see you later with a new haircut. All right. <laughs> Take care, buddy. <laughs> Have a great day, Bill. Are you dumb enough to be rich? Well, are you? Bill Barnett's critically acclaimed book, Are You Dumb Enough to Be Rich?, is a personal account of Bill's own journey to becoming a real estate investor. In his book, Are You Dumb Enough to Be Rich?, Bill shares his experiences, insight, and advice in a well-written, easy-to-follow account that gets investors thinking and acting. Find Are You Dumb Enough to Be Rich? on Amazon and other outlets or purchase your copy directly at www.investorguyspodcast.com.